And we are back, y'all. It's me and Rashad back in, you know, checking in on Out My Way Radio. I know it's been a while, but we back to get y'all the voices y'all been waiting on, man. <laughs> How you feeling today, Rashad? Feeling pretty good, man. It's been a hectic uh, couple of weeks, but back in business, back to, you know, way down. To back to the work. Back to the work. I understand that, man. It'd be real busy, bro. And we be getting caught up and stuff, man. It's, you know, real life. <laughs> we also got to keep that stuff in mind. But, right, for I, sure. you know, we both be pushing for our aspirations, too. So we got to keep each other on the, on the right track, for real. Even when stuff get busy, we still got to make time for ourselves, you know. Most definitely. Most definitely. Now, today, we will be discussing the topic of travel. Me yeah, and Rashad have talked about this before. Yeah. This was a real interesting topic that uh, Juan gave to me, so I, I would love to talk about it because that's one of the things I love doing. So, Yeah, we both have a real love for traveling. And, you know, since we've been missing for a little bit, i just rather get y'all things that, you know, that we are real passionate about and something that both of us could really give real good advice on. I know a lot of people ask me, a lot of traveling tips and like tell me that I'm traveling everywhere and stuff like that. Even though I feel like I've only scratched the surface of things, but you got to scratch the surface to dig deeper though. So right, for sure. you got to crawl before you walk. So, you know, and Rashad has too. And, you know, we just both, I feel like we're pretty experienced by our age and we were blessed to be put in positions to travel to the places yeah. we have, whether it's educational family trip or, even by ourselves, you know, just some things by ourselves or with friends. So we just right. been real blessed to do that at our age, and that's kind of the first topic that we could just dive into. Honestly, I'm gonna ask you first, Rashad. I'm gonna let you just go ahead and attack this. What's the what's been some of the struggles of traveling at you know such a young age? Because you know we all under 21 right now. I'm 20. Yeah. Sure. You 19 from the turn 20. So yes. Yeah. Uh, the struggles. Well. I mean, one of the big struggles is like, you know, being able and having that blessing to be able to travel like for a long time. You know, I could just speak for me, but I'm sure uh, Juan had the same experience uh, to a degree. It's like we weren't able to, you know, travel for a while. So it's like this is just it's brand new. We, you know, we hitting the nail straight on the head. And, you know, I feel like that's the best kind of like the best way to, you know, approach it. Like, you know, you'll never know. um what the world has to offer and really get a true sense of how interconnected everything is and how important every little piece is, unless you go out there and you see it. And so I feel like traveling is super important. And at this young age, it's, it's, it's tough, you know, but now, you know, there's a lot more money out here. There's uh, more ways to get money now more than ever. So uh, I feel like traveling is an investment and you can use that uh, not just as a life skill, but you, People make businesses off of that. I know uh, me and Ron was just talking about maybe doing that. So, um, yeah. I think it's a lot of struggles in traveling, you know, at a young age. One, there's a limit to what you can do, especially like I'm speaking more or less of people who are like younger than 21 because that's what we still are. We're under 21. So it's a lot harder traveling. Excuse me. It's a lot harder traveling inside of the states because a lot of things require you to be 21 in the United States. Yeah, um, yeah. 
that's kind of why I really like traveling outside of the country when I have. That's been one of the biggest things. But, you know, another struggle which kind of goes into that is getting the money to even travel outside of the country at a young age is pretty hard. Um, yeah. There's not a lot of cost-efficient ways, but the ones that we do have, we'll kind of go over that we kind of know. But it's not really a lot of cost-efficient ways to travel, period, yet alone outside of the country where people – at a young age are allowed to do a lot of other things. Right. And, and, and that's a, one of the kind of one of the things that I kind of wanted to um, emphasize is like, uh, and my point was that, you know, there are, you know, one is a hundred percent correct, but you know, lucky for you guys listening in, there are definitely some tips and things that I can, you know, personally, I can tell you guys that I know now that I didn't know back then that I, I wish I did know. So, you know, um, it's our job is like we get older to teach the younger people who do want to travel like it is possible yes it might not be as cost efficient as Juan said but there are some ways you can save and there is some things that you can do um you know yeah, there's a lot of things like, you know. yeah i feel like the biggest you know one of the biggest hurdles that you can get if you trying to travel out the country at a young age or just any age period is getting your passport that's a, a main yep. um a really important thing you can't do nothing without that and you should just have it anyway but a lot of people don't it is ways to like like i said we're going to kind of go over it's ways to go around but it makes the things a lot easier having your passport what? like a lot of things it's another it's basically another id it's an international id yeah and it's just something that i feel like everybody should have i i know a lot of people at least in the curriculums i've been in in school and stuff like that i haven't really they don't teach you how to get a passport. Yeah. They, they don't. really don't tell you too much about passports like that in high school, at least. Uh, I guess in college, it's a little different. You can let them know about that, Rashad. Yeah. So um, in college, uh, depending on what college you go to, um, there's a real emphasis on study abroad programs, and they will help you get a passport. Me personally, I had my passport before I uh, went to college, but I only found that out because of the fact that my um, mother had actually traveled before me, uh, not to as many places as I have yet, but she, you know, she was well experienced. So she actually, uh, helped me get a passport. But for the people who don't have like parents who travel or, you know, like Juan said, don't know, um, yeah, passport is definitely beneficial. And I would definitely, you know, it costs $200 to get it. But once you get it, I mean, it's, it's, you can go anywhere. Yeah, it unlocks like so many doors and you're just not as contained, especially if you're under 21, you know, because getting out the country, a lot of countries have their age limit to do stuff at like 18. So you can really get around not being able to do stuff here. And also, you know, the world isn't just the U.S. So Exactly. And it, you just get to experience the lifestyle of different countries and different cultures and there's so many other things and different ways people live. And it's so amazing to see, honestly. Yeah. And I guess another struggle would be like just lack of knowledge. Honestly, that's probably the biggest thing at traveling at a young age. Cause like Rashad has said, a lot of people don't grow up like fortunate enough to even go on vacations with their family. And if it is a vacation, it's something small and not big, like, a big thing to a lot of families is going to Disney World and Disneyland and stuff like that. And that's inside okay, the United I'm, States. I'm good at that, man. I'm exactly. Good at that. like 12 years old, me, uh, my dad and my mom and my sisters and brothers, man, you know what we did, man? We had, we had an 
minivan, bro. We rented a minivan and we drove 14 hours to Florida. Swear hey, to God. And that drive yes, to Florida is no joke because I've driven yeah, that before it's, too. It's crazy. Crazy. And uh, I kind of want to dive in like with the traveling aspect of it, the actual travel. What I like, yeah. what's been some of the pros and cons of traveling before and during COVID versus after COVID? That was one of my things. Like, I wanted to see, like, because you've traveled before COVID. We've, mm-hmm. that's been most of our life is before COVID. And it's been a lot of, like, things that have changed from, like, yeah. during it, even during it and before it, beforehand. Like, I felt like it was way cheaper. Honestly, oh, that's especially during, but before, mm-hmm. I guess flights were a little more expensive. Before, like you can compare before, during, and after. Mm-hmm. I feel like the before yeah. and after are kind of like a little similar, but after it's like more or less easier. I feel like I feel like it's a little mm-hmm. easier after because beforehand I didn't really I wasn't too keen on traveling by myself and stuff like that you know yeah i would say i agree with you but not now because now i would say immediately after covid yeah because the world like especially places like uh off the top of my head i know like um like uh paris like jamaica like stuff where their economy like countries where their economies like really are heavily like heavily influenced on traveling they like they lowered their price and shit because they were red like they wanted the world to open back up because that was like a, a bunch of revenue they lost but now looking at 2023 the prices are slowly you know people are getting back into the you know it's becoming routine again so it's like it's not as easy as it once was like looking at like um early 2022 like it, it ain't it ain't that i'm not gonna send anybody away with them false hopes because <laughs> like i feel like uh because I'm a deep dive into, like, kind of the pros. The pros yeah. of uh, traveling during COVID and stuff like that was definitely the cost. Like, mm-hmm. during COVID, if you were willing to take that risk and travel during the peak of it, I mean, you paying $40 for a flight to Miami. Yeah. $40 round trip. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. People have never seen prices like that before. And beforehand, yeah. I feel like Honestly, I still feel like the prices before COVID, at least flight-wise, were, if not the same, more. Yeah. No, because I'm just speaking from my experience. Before COVID, I went to Jamaica, and the flights there, uh, if I compare them to what they are now, it was pretty relatively the same, which is, you know, high depending on what season you go to. But I'll touch on that later as we... Uh, talk but um during covid what I, I mostly traveled in the states i only took one out the country trip and that was to mexico not that far um during covid i ran into a lot more negatives than i did positives this is me personally being honest um but i feel like uh during covid i definitely agree it was definitely cheaper but i, I feel like it was still a little too dangerous and i and i kind of want to do that again i'm kind of glad i studied uh in the states yeah, it definitely was real dangerous, especially with it being airborne and stuff like that at the time. And we didn't really. No, not that. even that. It's just in in certain countries. I'm just you know used to Mexico is my experience. Uh, they'll scam you um, because of the <laughs> fact. 
No, for real, like for real. So the United States has a um, they had a, a like a no COVID policy. Like they were not letting you back in the country if you tested positive for COVID. Like I don't give a fuck what your plane ticket said. If you had COVID, the U.S. was not letting you in. So basically, what the Mexican government did was we were over there, uh, we had a good little time, and then we, we were trying to come back into uh the united states uh for january 1st 2022 because we spent the new year's in in mexico when we tried to come back the they tried to tell us at the hotel when they gave us the little test and shit that we had covid and that's like crazy because we didn't have covid like we all felt fine no was wrong we wasn't in contact with nobody like it was crazy so what they had was the um the hotel official said if you don't like the results of the test if you pay 70 dollars, we can give you another test because the first test is free then you got to pay for another one so come to find out, we paid the seventy dollars for the test. Motherfuckers came back negative, bro. Mm. Them bitches just wanted. They just wanted my seventy dollars. That's all. That's money, bro. basically. Exactly. So <laughs> that's why I said COVID was had a lot more negatives. Because like, if that's just Mexico, I can only imagine what every other country doing. Like they just taking advantage of the fact that you need that negative to get your ass home. So mm-hmm. I would recommend if there's a global pandemic, everybody stay home. <laughs> I don't. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. You'll be out of money. That's a but I feel like, yeah, that's definitely a con is that they were definitely taking advantage of it. Even the government officials outside of the US were taking advantage of it by any way they could. Yeah, that's kinda crazy too. But after COVID, I feel like it's much safer. Much yeah. safer. Like that's a big pro. I know everything may even the prices may have I feel like the prices have dropped from before. Mm-hmm. But I may have changed my opinion or something. I, <laughs> I don't know. But, like, I'm really thinking about it now. Like, I feel like the prices have changed for the better after COVID. And, like, it's also better because they're more cleanly at the airports. Like, I was oh, definitely. I noticed that. Way more cleanly at the airports. And then even... Mm, I don't really want to say as far as driving... The cost, because I feel like the gas prices are somewhat. What do you think? Were they higher or lower? I think During they were COVID. after. I know not after. After oh, and before. No, no, after, no, after COVID, the gas price went straight up. Yeah, but before like, then, it was up too, though. Before COVID, wasn't it? Or was it? It was slowly. slightly. It was. It was getting high, but it wasn't that high. And it then after, crazy. yeah, it wasn't crazy. But then after COVID. Now that you know the outbreak of the war over there, um, mm-hmm. the Russian shit, the gas prices just went up like this. So I guess extreme. the cost of driving has went up. So that's kind of yeah. a, a con of after COVID. Yeah. And a pro is like, I mean, you paying the same if not less for your flights and stuff and everything, and it's more cleanly and safer. And shoot. That that's really the main thing. I don't really know much else as far as the flights and stuff like that. But as far as traveling, period, I feel like it's yeah, pretty much. I can say this thing. I can say one thing on flights. A lot of airlines, like I said, because the world was shut down, um, a lot of airlines, just like I was uh, focusing on the countries, they want to get stuff going back to business as usual. So you can get like a lot of deals and stuff depending on what you do. Like I said, I, I'll touch on that more later when we talk about that, but. Uh, to to Juan's point, that people are definitely more lenient. I will give them that. But as far as pricing, I think it's a 
about the same. I think about we just got to that point where it's like it evened right. out finally. Like it's just yeah. that COVID hey, era is ain't no world shutting down no more. Now we you yeah. know we we got full revenues back. <laughs> and speaking of shoot, what's kind of like your I want to do the favorite airlines. Like what's your favorite airline type deal? Like what what's your recommended airline slash your favorite? Oh, here's the thing. So here's the thing with that. It depends on what kind of trip you're taking. Okay. If you're taking a U.S. trip, you can't go wrong with Southwest. I feel like everybody knows Southwest. You can't go wrong with that. Like it's Southwest. <laughs> uh, like they got they got good deals and shit. Now, when you're talking about out of the country, this is gonna be controversial because I know a lot of people don't like them. But I typically stick with either American Airlines or United Airlines. Uh, I did Delta once, but the only problem I don't like with Delta is when you me I'm I'm a I'm a person that I don't like unless it's for a long period of time, like a day two. I hate layovers. I, I honestly truly do. And Delta, even though they'll give you that comfortable ass experience and shit, like the cheapest that you can get it, like the cheapest for economy, I feel like. I mean not economy, just business in uh class in general. Which is typically like how I like to fly. But they just do a lot of like layovers and shit. And especially mm-hmm. coming from people like that we live in Chicago, like Delta's headquarters is in Atlanta. So they're going to take you there first before anything. So I just, I, I typically try to avoid them because I don't, I hate going from Chicago to Atlanta just to get off the plane for three hours, just to get back on it to go to my destination. Like, I feel like that's crazy. Uh, now, if it's a layover, like, you know, how my uh, upcoming trip coming up where I got to stop in Paris and I got to stop for a day. I mean, that's a day in Paris. I can deal with like, that. <laughs> like, I'm not going to That's a different type of layover right there. That's a cool. different like, cool. It's an unnecessary. Like, why did we just have to stop the plane for two hours, bro? Why did I have to get off the plane and get on that one? Like, that's, I feel like that's kind of dumb. So, yeah. Now, we when we you, definitely going to get into the layover thing, but I definitely, I definitely feel like you hit it on the nail with the, like, explanations of these type of flights, like, Although yeah. I will say I have a little beef with United right now, but we ain't, uh, you feel me? But yeah. American yeah. never does me wrong. I will say that yeah. American never say, does me wrong. American Airlines and United are definitely when you trying to go out the country, they're the best at doing that. I would say Americans better at the overall flight. Like they'll get you there the fastest. United isn't as fast, but they'll make sure you comfortable as there. Like their business class is top notch. I love it. Um. Yeah, I can't really say nothing on that. And <laughs> I think American yeah. and uh, and Southwest, like you said, I, I feel like American is an all around pretty good, yeah. like just place to fly with. Honestly, American Airlines and then Southwest, I flew. That was pretty good too. They have pretty big planes, so it, yeah. it's pretty smooth. Spirit yeah. and Frontier are a no. Do I'm just tell yeah. y'all this now. Yeah. Don't ever fly spirit. This that, that should be the last ones, honestly. Those should be the that's last ones y'all go up. That shouldn't even be that. If you got a fly spirit, just don't travel, bro. Just yeah. And then it's like it's so many uh like layovers and stuff with spirit and those ones it's ridiculous because those are pretty small planes and they're meant mm-hmm. for smaller trap like shorter travel, I should say. So just little stuff really from like Midwest to East Coast or you, you're not really trying to fly all the way across the country or something like that. And right. 
Delta, I got a little beef with them too. Yeah, Why I mean, you got a beef with Delta, man? Why you got a beef with Delta? Man, like you said, you literally just walked it all the way down, bro. I was coming from Puerto Rico. <laughs> That's why I got beef with United too. I, know, I, I just wanted, I just wanted you to say it. So. <laughs> That's why I got beef with United too, because oh. I was literally supposed to. So my whole Puerto Rico trip was going so smoothly. Right. Then, you know, okay. Chicago decided to have a winter blast. You're right. Hey, Christmas. Yeah. And I was out in Puerto Rico from the 20th. I was supposed to be there from the 20th to the 24th. Then mm-hmm. I was supposed to spend my time with my family on the 25th. I was supposed right. to be back on the 24th. The morning of, United cancels my flight. The wow. morning that I'm supposed to leave. We wake up to get ready and everything, and then they cancel the flight. So now we got to stay another day because United wanted to do that. And United never gave me an option to reschedule something within a day. They were telling me I had to reschedule my flight for something two, three days in the future, and I'm in Puerto Rico. Damn. So it's like, okay. So I just requested my refund. They gave it to me like two weeks later. So I had to wait, and then I had to get – extra money to pay for my flight back to the crib. So I had to pay three, $400 for flight back home. That was also a layover. So and it was Delta and they delayed Delta. the flight mm-hmm. like two, three oh, hours. Delta. Oh yeah. Delta and, they and they're delayed. bad with the delays. It's so bad. Yeah, bad. Yeah. And they delayed me in Atlanta too. But the Atlanta one wasn't yep. that bad. Yep, because the Atlanta, the Atlanta the airport. That's where they're gonna go. Yep. And it was ridiculous. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm not really too keen to Delta like that. But other than that, I hadn't had real problems with them like that. So I'm not gonna say they're a terrible airline. I'm gonna just say that yeah, that's why layovers. me too. It's just like if you don't like layovers, I don't do it. And you know, especially we can kind of get into the layovers. Uh, I don't when I travel, I try and book flights that do not have a layover that's probably one of my biggest tips is like if you have the extra money to get a flight without a layover go ahead and do that yeah because but like Juan said that's the caveat though you if you get a flight without a layover you're looking at a more expensive flight you are because the layover flights are real cost efficient that's probably one of the that's one of the tips as well like if you are really looking to save money do not be bougie with them layovers. Like, just make yeah. sure that layover is under two hours, two, three hours. And, shoot, just go crazy with that. Like, you can't right. – I feel like if you do have a layover, an hour is not bad. An hour layover is not terrible. If you have to get yeah. something with a layover, that's not bad at all because it could be way worse. It's 24-hour layovers, G. There's 24-hour yeah. layovers. Now, that, now, that's, you know, that's for Juwan. For me personally, as a dude who's scared of heights and scared of planes, I hate layovers. Like I, I'm gonna reiterate that. Like I just hate layovers. I, I don't understand why the hell I'm getting off this plane just to get back on it, and I'm not at my destination. <laughs> like I, so, the, if I could get no layover, I'm gonna choose that every time. That's only me too. I'm, That's me too. Yeah, only time I'm taking a layover is if I gotta go somewhere really, 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 really far, and they like, hey, we are gonna run out of gas if we don't land, so we need to. So I'd be like, oh. yeah, I always say for like national travel, I don't. I'm not doing a layover though. Like, yeah, I'm not doing. If it's inside of the United States, 
me personally, I can't do a layover. Yeah, I'm not doing a layover. That's crazy. I just feel like it's pointless when we're inside of a one nation. Why am I stopping in a different state? Just take me home, bro. <laughs> Thank you. Like take what? <laughs> like how 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 do you not have gas to get from Chicago to LA? That's great. Like what? If you if you don't have gas for that, we shouldn't be in the F. We just should. Now we talked about you know getting there. You know what I'm saying about flying and how we gonna get there. Let's talk about actually being there and the places okay. you stay. So, what do you rather recommend? Uh, Airbnbs or hotels? What you What you think? Okay, so here's look. So I'm a, I'm gonna break it to y'all straight. Me personally, I am a hotel person because I feel like. When you do a hotel, they cater more to you. With an Airbnb, especially when you're doing a first-time trip. Like, if you've been somewhere where, like, let's for example, like, I've been to Florida so many times, I'm okay with staying in an Airbnb because it's, like, basically, like, home to me. Like, I know where I'm going. I'm comfortable. It's cool. When you're going somewhere for the first time, it's in your best interest to stay in a hotel because you don't know what could happen. Your Airbnb can cancel on you at any time. Your uh, things, you know, get might not be up to stuff. Like, so I just keep that in mind. That's that's my advice. Like, I'm just a real hotel guy, especially when you're doing international stuff like that. A lot of the hotels try to, you know, cater and make you feel like like they try to give you a cultural experience through the hotel, which can also be good. So I definitely just recommend hotel. I'm a hotel kind of person. Now, I kind of, I'm going to play the... Uh what they call it, the uh, devil's advocate right here. Mm -hmm. Now, I agree with Rashad as far as the, like, an international standpoint. Yes, if you're going outside of the country, I'm a full heart believer that you need to go to a resort. You need to stay in those type of hotels because they will literally give you that experience just about right there. In that resort, you really don't have to go outside of that. That could be a whole vacation. Is the resort, but depending, depending depending on, of course, Um, depending on you can't do that. Yeah, like United States uh, does not have any resorts. Like nowhere, none of the United States. uh, No, no, Florida, Florida, they definitely got some resorts, but not all inclusive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, you don't get the full experience type deal. Right, right. So it's not gonna be like. Hey, that's actually one of the reasons why I hate Hawaii so fucking much. Because they don't have that. It's just yeah. regular hotels. I don't ever want to go to Hawaii in my life. Because like, you're going to have to pay for everything. You're going to have to pay no, for your food even, and no, all that stuff, too. I got to pay for everything. Like, I'm not even mad at that. Like, I'll pay for everything. My thing is, Hawaii is what well, I don't like about it. Why well, I don't understand it so high. Hawaii is like Michigan Avenue on a fucking island, bro. Everything that I can find in Chicago, I can find on that island because it's in the United States. <laughs> so why the fuck is there not an all-inclusive? Like, that shit blows me. I hate that island. Bro. It's I hate stupid. it. But that's a little tangent. Keep, I don't understand why the United States doesn't have all-inclusive resorts, period. But, hey, that's the United States. They want to get their every single dollar. But, yep. yeah, like, Traveling outside and internationally, I definitely recommend going to a all-inclusive resort. But Airbnbs are really, really good if you use them right. 
as far as like national travel, especially things that uh, people our age will be doing, traveling inside the country and going to places like Florida or uh, even St. Louis, somewhere in the Midwest or Texas, it's kind of easier to get an Airbnb because you have to be 18 to get an Airbnb rather than having to find an 18 and up hotel which is harder to find. Those 18 and up hotels are nowhere near the same quality as those 21 and up hotels that we have here, especially yeah. ones like we can even say that downtown in our city, that they're nowhere near that. And yep. it makes it a little easier because there are certain, like you can really go according to your price range. You can do that regardless with hotels and stuff too, but I feel like it's way easier finding a place to stay on Airbnb than it is finding a great hotel. Especially somewhere you haven't been. Yeah, for sure. But the only only counter that I would ha- say to that one is that I would say hotels are still more reliable. Hotels are definitely more reliable. I will say yes. that. So you should be a little bit more safer. But everything else you said is correct. But, you know, as far as, like, trusting the reviews, not having your shit canceled on you. Uh, it's definitely you know, worth it. Yeah, it, it, the hotels would definitely be the better option. But... Like I said, the positives outweigh the negatives with Airbnb. So you should be your best bet if you in the States doing that. Honestly, you just have to make sure you do your research. That's what I always make sure to do. I always yeah. make sure to look at reviews. If it's not 4.8 stars or higher, I'm not booking it. Like it really has to be a flawless review. Great pictures, great bathroom. That's a big thing for me is a good ass bathroom. If the bathroom look trash and the rest of the crib look good i'm still not getting it because i gotta go take a shower in that regardless so it's just like it'd be the little things for me as far as booking airbnbs and stuff i'm a real big airbnb person especially like traveling nationally and stuff like that that's all i'm gonna book as airbnbs for that especially at my age but when i turn 21 i'm definitely gonna be on the hotel drift. (laughs) definitely gonna be on the hotel drift and I definitely recommend that as well. But as far as like cost efficient and traveling at a young age, I definitely recommend those uh, Airbnbs for the place to travel to. Well, a place to stay when you travel. Mm-hmm. And now I kind of want to get into, you know, something more personal. You feel me? What's what's your favorite trips, man? What's been your favorite trip so far that you've been on? Mm, well, there's one off the top of my head. It got It got to be said. Paris, man. <laughs> Look, I knew that one was going to be there. Man, jamais à Paris, man. I love it. Um, I, I, I loved it, man. I, I just, just nothing I could say. Like, I went. It was the perfect time. It did suck that I had to work while I was there, but... Um, go ahead. Go dive deeper into that. Like, what was the opportunity there and what brought you to Paris? Like, and then... Yeah. Now due, to, now, due to the personal nature, I can't really disclose the full details of our clients and stuff. But what I can say is that, you know, um, being an international law intern, uh, I was able to go and we were able to shadow um, our boss who was working on a current case with a client uh, in Paris. So what that allowed us to do is we stayed there for two weeks while, you know, we got the case information underway. I bought, he was. We were working on this case way before we even went there, but we just had to go there just to make sure, like, everything um and court went as planned and just to follow up with our client just to make sure we had everything you know real good so that required us to do like a lot of meetings and stuff which took a lot of our time but 
I was still able to do a lot of things that I wanted to do. So uh, one thing I will say about Paris and just this is just goes for any trip in general is make sure you um, if you're not going there for like a business thing, you're just going purely for pleasure. Make sure you know the time that you're going. Okay, because of the fact that this trip, my trip happened in like October. Um, I'm not gonna say Paris was empty because it's never empty. It's the most visited city in the world, but it was very like you know cleaner than what it usually is. That's from from talking with locals. Um, they definitely let me know that you know it, it definitely gets way more busy. And because I went in like a, a off like a downtime that wasn't like summertime, like summertime, like June, July, August, worst times to go to Paris because that's when everybody's off. That's when everybody goes. I'm, I'm just like letting everybody know. That's so, facts, and it's more expensive as well. Yeah. So if you want a summer vacation, oh, we got no. That's a bad idea. You you ain't gonna be able to do half the things you want to do, or it's gonna just take you so long. So going in October was good for that. Um, I will say one thing I did learn is that you need to book your stuff in advance. Like I said, I continue to say it. It's the most visited city in the world. Literally what happened, me and a few co-workers, we wanted to do the Seine River cruise because, you know, Paris is on two uh, two rivers, the Mon and the Seine. So we wanted to do the river cruise, right? We checked in our hotel. We were going to book the cruise, but we didn't have money we'll we'll get to that on why we didn't have money we had money but we didn't have the money we needed you gotta right? have money so we, so we, <laughs> no we had the money so i'll get, get to that well actually i might as well just get to that now will you do no will you do international travel bro certain countries like okay so paris was my first time being in europe okay guys so europe is totally different from north south america because because of the fact that when you go to when like I went to Jamaica, I went to Mexico, they took my US dollars. They didn't care. In Mexico, they even had calculators out, they was ready to convert. They took the money, they let you on your way. In Europe, they don't give a fuck about Americans. They don't care. They don't know. Like you need to have Euros. If you don't have Euros, they're not taking it. So when I say we didn't have money, we didn't have the right money. So you need to, that's another thing where Juan touched on is that research. Like we did not have Euros and yeah, that, that, um, didn't do us any favors, but, um, yeah, so we didn't have Euros. So because we didn't have Euro, we had to go to a, um, bank. Luckily my bank was able, I fixed it over the phone where they, you know, transferred my stuff over. So that way I could have used my car for everything. Um, but by the time we got back to the hotel to book the cruise, somebody had already got it. It was done. It was that quick. So it's just like you got to keep that in mind. So I would definitely say book before you go. Um, but outside when we weren't working, uh, I was able to go to a lot of museums. Uh, I strongly recommend. Well, you know, I'll tell Juan this later off camera, but uh, I strongly recommend something that my job gave me that allowed me to get into museums. Uh, uh, like a, uh, it was a what they call it, a multi-day pass. So it worked for a while. Um, for like all the museums in the area. Or no, it just works for any museum in the city for a number of days. It's you just pay like one small price. It's, That's how I know. And they got in Chicago. The, uh, yeah, it's kind of yeah, it's kind of like it was kind of similar to that. Yeah, but unless you um, if you're from Chicago, if you're a native Illinois resident, you can go you get to Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, so that was cool. Um, the food was great. Oh, and I can't stress this enough: when you go to another country, but especially France. Uh, fortunately for me, je parle français un peu. Comme ça va de tout bien. 
So luckily for me, I speak a little bit of French. If you don't, please don't go outside none of the major attractions because English is not uh, too much spoken outside of the major, major attractions. So <laughs> that could be really, uh, you know, bless her heart, Emily, one of my coworkers. It, it was so frustrating to her because she hated not being understood. And that can be very frustrating. But like I was telling them, this is a country you just hear. So it's like, you got to be. So if you mm-hmm. if you don't speak French at all and you don't have no desire to learn, do not go too far from the Eiffel Tower. Do not go too far from the Louvre. Don't go too far from anywhere that's like a touristy attraction. Because that's where all the English speakers are. If you and go I too say far that, outside of that. I say that with a lot of other places as well. I could say the same thing yeah, about like work. Mexico and Puerto Rico. Like now, but here's there. the thing though. Me and you had two different experiences. When I was in Mexico, everybody fucking spoke English. It wasn't even a real big thing. And I went off the freaking resort. Everybody. A lot it of people do. A lot of people do in Mexico. It's like because it's right there, yeah. It's kind of yeah. like America, I feel like, because yeah. a, a lot of people out here, they speak it. Well, they speak Spanish a little bit because we had those mandatory classes or... You know what I'm saying? Yep. We speak a little bit of it. French, the same thing, because they got a little, they got like French quarters and stuff up there in Canada. So yep. those are kind of taught in the curriculum. But a lot of people just, you feel me, graze over it, just get their grade. But For I'm real. like, I deal with Spanish. I ain't gonna lie. Mm-hmm. And English is like the number one language in the world. So a lot oh, of yeah. people do know. Yeah, it. Yes, it's that. And then it's just like, but certain spots like. I can definitely say being on my own because in Mexico was a little different. I was on the resort, so it was a good amount of English spoken. It was easier yeah. to speak to the people in Spanish, though. When yeah. I was in Mexico. Like, they'll understand it better and comprehend it better if you say it in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Now, Puerto Rico, I didn't have, like, Uber and Lyft drivers because I was there by myself, and I was the only one who spoke Spanish because I had went. Well, uh, my girlfriend at the time. So mm-hmm. I was the only one who spoke Spanish and she didn't speak Spanish at all. And we get certain Lyft drivers or certain Uber drivers that only spoke Spanish. Only spoke Spanish. So it'd be times like that where you had to talk. And there's certain stores in Puerto Rico where they only speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. Now, even though Puerto Rico is uh, owned by the United States, it's still one of our own uh, territories, they still had a the Latin culture or the Hispanic yeah. culture, like in there. So it's still mostly that. So a lot of the areas, especially outside of the main street, the main street in uh, San Juan, yeah, a lot of the other areas is just a lot of Spanish, especially when you get out. Of it. So I feel like if you travel to a place that's pretty indigenous, like you should definitely learn at least a little bit of the language before you go. Yeah. With international and even certain national travels to our territories like Guam and stuff like that, the Philippines. You I feel like you have to learn at least a little bit. At least know yeah. about the culture. Yeah, you know about the culture and because it'll definitely help and it just you know, it informs you about where you at. I feel like, you know, you can't just want to go just to go you got to understand why you're going to see some of this stuff and you know what certain things people do in a country is different and you know you just don't want to be 
I guess you just want to know what you can and can't do. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I knew, you know, because I speak French as a second language uh, and I learned it for, you know, not only work, but I learned it for um, just in my spare time. Uh, I just knew there were just certain things that you can't say, like they don't have English equivalents. So, you know, it's, it's easy. It's not easy, but it's just it's better to know that type of stuff. That way, when you're over there, it's not that much of a shot. But I know a lot of people don't want to do that. You know, some people just want to go for like one time and one off and they don't plan on, you know, going constantly. So you really don't have to learn the language like that if if that's not what you want. But like I said, if you're not going to do that, don't feel like you could just walk around uh, Paris or any other French city like uh, Versailles or Verdun or Lyon, like, you know, other place that I went to in France. Don't feel like you can just walk around them and be cool. Like, they don't speak your language. You won't be understood. It got so bad, we went to McDonald's. And, you know, in France, you know, McDonald's, they don't, one is one is healthier. Two, they don't they don't serve, like, you know, salt on their French fries. So when people was asking, for, like, salt for real, you know, they didn't know salt, how you say that in French is do sell. So they were asking, and the people were like, what? Like, it was just, it was, it was crazy. <laughs> It'd be all type of different things because, you know, America is real gluttonous, y'all. America is very gluttonous. So travel outside the country, a lot of things like when I was in Puerto Rico, even that, like, they're still a different country, I feel like, because going there, they don't have as many, like, it's not processed. All of that stuff. Yeah, I was just fresh. So. Even in Puerto Rico, like just America has so much processed food, and that's why we're so big too. Like as a yeah. country, like it's just, but surprisingly, we're crazy. not the most obese country though. I will say that we're not the most obese, but we're we're close though. Yeah, we up there though. That's the thing. so like that's part of the reason is definitely the food given to us, and you can see that outside our country and stuff as well. But now I kind of want to. Well, I haven't asked the question myself. One of my most yeah. fun trips. What was my favorite trip, man? What was it? Um, I want to... I'm going to just say the one I had the most fun in was probably... Oof. I, I think I, I probably go with Puerto Rico. I liked when I was in uh Mexico and Canada and stuff mm-hmm. like that too, but... I mean, like, Puerto Rico was, like, my first, like, dream vacation. So, going there and actually living it out and, like, especially going by myself, that was, like, a unreal yeah. experience, like. Yeah, same with Paris, man, going by yourself. Like, once you I mean, I there, my team, but, you yeah. there and, like, you just looking around, you like, this is everything I didn't worked hard for for months to make happen. Like, I didn't been saving and just putting all this money together just for me to make it here by my, like I'm going here and did all this planning and everything by myself. Like it's such a great feeling. Once you get there, it's like, wow. Like I did all this and I get to see all this for, I can live in this little environment for four, five days. Yeah. And like, it was beautiful. Like I'm saying like a lot, but <laughs> it's just so beautiful. That's what, that's what traveling gets you, man. I, I go, that same feeling. It was just, it was a dream come true, man. Like, I always wanted to go, you know, you watch so many movies, like Rush Hour 3 and shit, they in Paris, that shit cool. You know, you listen to Kanye and Jay-Z rap about it, man. And, 
you know, to actually be there. I'm a huge history nut. I love Napoleon. That's my dude. You know, just to be there. I don't, I'm just saying, like, just to be there, like, it was so surreal. Like, I was geeking out like a little kid. Like, anybody who was there with me would tell you, like, it was, I was like a little kid. It was crazy. It'd be, um, it's really amazing. Like, it's, I'm really getting that feeling now because when you travel by yourself and it's like, it's not a family trip. It's not some, you feel me? Like, you worked for it yourself. And, right. like, those first couple vacations that y'all going to take, by yourself and or with friends and stuff like that when y'all came together as one and made it happen with all y'all playing it's like the best feeling ever like those first couple times are the best feeling ever and that wasn't my first time going by myself like traveling by myself i had started traveling by myself and planning traveling since 18. so it's like i've been doing it since i could but it's just like it's surreal when you know what i'm saying you moving the right way like when you're doing it the right way because it's like i went down there had everything planned drawn up had excursions paid for like everything was just ready i just had to go do it and you know previously before you had your little mishaps where it's like i i didn't pay to get here but now all i'm doing is sitting in the hotel or i got here and i'm only doing stuff that i could do at home because you didn't plan right but when you plan that thing right and get everything ironed out that's why i take that's also one of the uh tips honestly is like bro y'all gotta literally plan ahead ahead like much time in between as you can my recommended time especially for our age is about eight to six months ahead of time i feel like that's a pretty good time because like we don't have especially if you you feel me like in our situation we still you know living with our parents you know, y'all be in school, but you can work during the summer or when you come home during breaks and stuff like that. And it's not really much responsibilities as far as like rent and, you know what I'm saying, paying off car notes and stuff like that. It's not too uh, bad. I got, I got rent now, so like, yeah, I, I can't. I can't <laughs> but even then, it's like, shoot, you got your work studies to kind of, you know yeah. what I'm saying, go against it, like going abroad, studying abroad and stuff like that. So that kind of helps with that. Cause it's kind of a school program, but in my position, kind of, I can like people who are at home and stuff like that. Like it's not too many, like you have your responsibilities and stuff. Of course we grow, but right. it's not overwhelming. Like it would be if you out on your own in the world. So you really can take advantage of that. And you really just got to pour into that, like pour your money and stuff into that for them, for that six to eight months, just saving little by little. And you just got to keep up with it, stay consistent. I definitely agree that six to eight months, what you think is like a good time, period. I think, uh, like I said, it just depends on the trip. So, like, for Mexico, really, for for me personally, like, Mexico was a family trip. Uh, We planned it for my mom because she wanted to, you know, she always talked about how she wanted to um, bring in a new year in a different country. So, you know, me and my brothers were like, hey, let's make it happen. So we did that for her, and it was really cool. Um, my favorite part of that trip was, like, when I was by myself, though, you know, going and um, doing excursions and shit. But, like, I would say to plan that when you working with a team, it, it, it takes much less time because, you know, we're all working as a collective. So I, And, you know, we're going to Mexico, you know, like, it's not that far. You know, it, we ain't got to worry about too much. We stay in an all-inclusive resort. We only leave in the resort to do you know, here and there and stuff like that. Um, now, if you 
going by yourself like how I did going by myself for like a job for work and you stand for a, a long period of time in another country we like I plan my Paris trip like nine same nine eight months in advance mostly because I just wanted to know uh, I already knew the history behind it but I just wanted to do how Parisians act I was fortunate enough to be surrounded by people who had been before who I could ask you know, for help, you know, I, like I said, I take French classes. So I was asking like my teachers, anything they could give me that, you know, would help me like, you know, you know, what, how do I say, you know, this, that, you know, making that list. So yeah, just take the, it just depends on where you want to go, honestly. Definitely. And like, I kind of went to dive into the budgeting part of it because we discussed that. Oh, budgeting. Oh my God. Budgeting is not, that's probably the hardest thing about traveling is really just like so, keeping that money to the side and like having a good budget and plan. Like, yeah, my, my thing is not even the plan. It's the fact that just you don't know if you ain't never been somewhere before. You just don't know, bro. Like, for, I'm just saying. Okay, let me just you know stick. I'm gonna just stick with Paris as an example. So to fly there, you know, luckily job paid for that. But if they didn't. Going in October, that's a good for business class. That's a good two thousand you paying, and that's just to get to a like, two and back, right? Okay, so you got to take that into account. We stayed at the uh, Pullman Eiffel Tower hotel, like so. That's like right by the Eiffel Tower hotel. You looking at like if I didn't have a discount, you looking at like six hundred a night, right? So you, you take that into account. Now you gotta take into account, okay, what I'm gonna do, like how I'm gonna get around. You know what I'm saying? Paris is a big city. Now, luckily for me, I'm young as hell, I can walk. But if I didn't want to walk, Ubers, right? Then, like I said, you're gonna need Euros. So you gotta Euros into account. Like you gotta tell your bank beforehand, you know, what I didn't do, but what what I wish I would have did, get get like I say, don't walk around without at least fifty euros in your pocket today. <laughs> So get you a good amount of euros, right? Then you gotta worry about okay, what I'm gonna eat. Then you gotta worry about the museums or like anything that you want to do. That's how much why, that's, that's also why I say like your planning really goes into it as well too. Because yeah, bro, it's, it's, it's just like it's a lot. Pay it's for lot. as much as you can before you go. Before you yeah. go on that trip, like plan. That's why I say them excursions and all yeah. that stuff, yeah. like. You gotta pay for all that stuff beforehand. But then, no. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. What really, what really, like, sets it off too is the fact that you don't like. For me, like, you don't know what's really over there. Like, you can plan all you want, but when you get there, it's a different experience. So, like, going down the Champs Elysees, it's like the largest shopping street in at the time of this. Me saying this, like, the Dubai Mall. I think in Dubai is like two stores away from beating it. But as of me saying this, the Champs-Élysées is the largest shopping center in the world, okay? You will be bombarded by just stores of shit. And I, I'm telling you why. Like, when I got there, I thought I was only going to get one thing. No. <laughs> no. You're 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 going to be tempted. Mm-hmm. And tempted is real. So just have some spending money. Like, and that's just, and that's just with shopping. It, anything might just come up, it'll happen, and you'll be like, Man, this seems cool, and you just need somebody to do it. Man, it's 
And it's a lot of different things like that too. Cause I I'm definitely a agreeing with that. Cause bro, I'ma just say for Puerto Rico, for example, again, like you use the France, I'ma use Puerto Rico. Bro, it was so many things that we planned out that was just like never came to be. <laughs> like we planned to go to so many different restaurants and go to go see so many different things. But in reality, we did two of the things that we planned to do. Damn. And the rest, it was just like on my way there, like getting my lift from the airport to my Airbnb and stuff in Puerto Rico. I was talking to a local and stuff. Damn. She was telling me like, yeah, so much stuff to do. You can go there, this, this and that. And I didn't know anything about it like because it's not something I could book. There's something you just got to yeah. go to like and just experience that only people there would know about or like you got to hear from like the people of that culture and of that island like who actually stay there it's not something that you could see online so they would tell us about that stuff and that was the most fun stuff that we did was the things that we didn't like plan for and you just gotta have the openness for that as well and just have like Rashad said you gotta have that spending money ready like especially when you got the country because you don't know what can happen. And like I said, they canceled my flight. Luckily, I was able to buy another flight and buy another day inside of Airbnb. You got to be ready for anything because anything can happen yeah, at any moment. Anything can happen. Flight can get canceled, or well, actually, you know, like I said, that just once again that goes back to what I was saying about planning when you're gonna go. Like you know, luckily since I, like I said, since I went to France in October. Getting back to the United States really wasn't that much of a problem. Now, when you like be like Jawan or me, when y'all trying to go like for end of the year type shit, you know you gotta keep in mind. Okay, yeah, it's sunny in Mexico, but what the hell, Chicago gonna be like? Because <laughs> yeah, so. And then last thing, last topic I wanted to go over was one, like, well, kind of just recommended places to travel i guess like for cost efficient people like you know cheap things and then also just recommended trips regardless of the cost just for the experience that you at least out of the places that we've been so what's like a i'm gonna i'll start with the cost efficient and you can start with the uh recommended trips regardless of the cost and then we can switch but because i definitely want to say recommended trip that um cost efficient Vegas. I definitely had a fun time. Even though I won 21, but that's because I went with people who were 21, so that definitely helped. But Vegas was definitely fun. Um, shout out to my cousin, uh, Kyle. He uh, recently did the episode with me on um, King's Sport Podcast. Uh, he was on that trip. It was it was, it was super fun. Uh, Vegas and uh, Colorado. And I, a lot of people know Colorado, but I mean, don't know, but they, they cool. Um, definitely Denver. Definitely a movie. Um, oh, Denver and Aspen. They, they go crazy. So. Those are pretty good places. I I wanted to go to uh, Denver and Aspen. I was planning on going last winter, but it just mm-hmm. never fell through. It wasn't the time for it. But yeah. I definitely want to visit there. That's one of the places I want to go. My mom is actually in Denver right now. She'll be okay. on the way back. But this is her second time this year. She'll, so yeah. she like it. But cost-efficient places to travel, I would definitely say – if you have a car, like that's gonna automatically make things better. But I'm kind of speaking from the perspective of people from the Midwest. 
uh good places to go definitely like amusement type things like cedar point a good place to travel to i've been there you know wisconsin dale is a pretty good place and just local cities for real how you from chicago ain't been to the dales man never been to the dales (laughs) that's crazy but i've been to cedar point i ain't never been to dales but i definitely think those are pretty good ones and then also i believe that um st louis is a pretty cost efficient one and if you find the right things to do out there it could be a pretty good time out there i will say i have stayed basically in st louis about like 20 25 minutes away from it when i was in school for a semester um they have a few carnivals you can go to it's pretty fun in the inner city but outside of that it gets to pretty bad area honestly and i ain't gonna say too much about st louis because i don't want to diss nobody but you know (laughs) yeah but it's just like you know what i'm saying you just gotta know where you are you gotta stay more towards the city because the city is pretty nice i will say that like the attraction the uh arch beautiful park beautiful park and even the river and everything like it's it's pretty decent things there's a lot of decent things to do out there and then uh florida is always a good one you know what i'm saying that's always a good cost efficient one because it's hot uh you can like it's a lot to do jet skis beaches like all the fun things you want to do on the water florida is a pretty good thing for that but i don't want y'all to think that florida is the only place to go (laughs) that's not the only water like i went to uh myrtle beach Myrtle Beach oh, is yeah. a great time. Great time. And you can do just about the same things you could do in Florida, just about. Other than you ain't got Disney World and, and Universal Studios and stuff like that. Yeah. But Myrtle Beach is a pretty good cost efficient place, too. And I guess I'll end it off with uh, Dallas, Texas as well. Dallas is a really good cost efficient place as well because, one, it's a southern state. So, uh, off rip, they don't really charge as much as the northern states do. And it's like they say, everything is big. So <laughs> that city is pretty big. It's a beautiful skyline. And it's a lot of things to do in Dallas, Texas, which is why a lot of people are moving out there. But Seriously. it's a lot of fun yeah, things to do. Right move. Honestly. So those are some pretty good cost efficient travel spots. Uh, Rashad, I'll let you go ahead and dive into the great travel spots regardless of the cost like what what you think is some great places all right now i'm gonna mix it in with some places that i haven't been but want to go to (laughs) (laughs) that's understandable but i'll mix it in with a place that i think should be on everybody's list so of course i think honestly i think uh everybody should pay um jamaica a visit i mean it's it was a great time i loved it it was real fun um yeah, no, no real complaints on my end about that. It's it's real cool. I will say the one thing I wish I did before I knew um, a lot of the stuff I know now is Jamaica. You can stay on an all-inclusive resort, but there's so many things to do outside the resort, and they all speak English. And when I went, it was pretty safe. I don't know what the situation is now, but I would have definitely, if I could change that, I wouldn't have stayed on a resort. It was, it was real cool. Um, 
in regards to Mexico, it was great. I would definitely say uh, outside of Cabo and um, Cancun, which is, I stayed in Cancun, but I, I've been to Cabo before too. But I would definitely suggest uh, Mexico City. It's beautiful. Um, I haven't been there, it, like, personally, but I know it's really cool because my brother has. And I, hopefully I can get to cross that off of my list uh, in the future. But definitely Mexico is, is up there. Uh, and of course, you know, France is the beautiful, my, my favorite nation in the world. You gotta, you gotta go there once um, <laughs> in your life. You're just not allowed to die before you taste a French baguette or croissant. You, you just gotta go. Um, like I said, it's a little, it's a little pricey, but if you do your research, if you're willing, if you're open, you're willing to learn, you can do it. Uh, I mentioned my trip coming up that I think everybody should go to Santorini, Greece. It it looks beautiful. It's amazing. I hope it's my honeymoon spot because that's my plan. Um, but like I said, I'm, we, I'm gonna go there so I can check it out and spot it out, and I, you know, you guys will be able to see. I'll be posting, you know, everything that I see and everything that uh, on my Instagram page and just all my social medias. But Santorini, Greece is definitely some place that needs to be on everybody's list, as well as Mykonos, which is another island in Greece that I'm also going to. Uh, Mykonos is good, and just Greece in general. Um, and those are as far as the places that I've like been outside the country. As uh, I've pretty much been uh, everywhere Juwan said already for in the U.S. Although I will add L.A. on that list. L.A. is cool, uh, and also San Diego. Um, those are great spots. So places I haven't been, but I think everyone should totally like think about. The Maldives or the Maldives. That's the name. Maldives. Heard of that. Heard of that. Bro, that looks beautiful. Beautiful. Like fire. The only problem is it's in the middle of the Indian Ocean. So that might be, <laughs> that, that might be a turn off for me because I'm literally surrounded by nothing. Okay. Like that's, that's crazy. But yeah, I definitely would love to go there. Uh, I mean, I want to recommend places that nobody really thinks about. So I don't really want to say Dubai because I know that's on everybody's mind right now. But yeah, Dubai, I guess. Yeah, Dubai is um, pretty like once you get past the, you feel me, like paying that ticket to get out there and that hotel ticket. Everything yeah. else is pretty much good out there. Honestly, like yeah. you're not paying that much to live out there. I was watching a few uh, videos and looking up some stuff about Dubai, and it's like it's real. The cost of living out there isn't that much, honestly. Yeah, but the only thing I would say about Dubai, though, is that, well, it's not about Dubai because Dubai is great, but, like, the country that it's in, the United Arab Emirates, there's just so much other shit to see that a lot of people don't talk about. No, do they just go to either Dubai or Abu Dhabi and, like, say, F it? There's just so much more to do. So, But I definitely say the UAE is somewhere that it's good for you to travel. Um, even, Even in France, too. Like, don't just stop in Paris. Go to Verdun, go to Lyon, um, go to uh, Champagne, where they make champagne. The only place where they make champagne. You literally can't make champagne anywhere else but Champagne. Them alcohol so, laws be strict, boy. Cause yeah, no, not, that's, just, that's not even an alcohol no, I'm saying, law. Like, just, no, it is because in order for it to be called champagne, it has to be made there. Yeah, that's the only way it can be called champagne. Yeah. That's crazy. crazy. So yeah, I, I would definitely you know, there's just so much more to uh see in France besides Paris. So, you know, just, you know, get that out of your heads. Like, just experience these countries. Um, 
let's see what other place that I it's like really high on my list that I really want to go to. Oh, Turkey. I would definitely go to um Istanbul. Uh the greatest city in the world in my opinion. Look, you're gonna have to let me know about that. <laughs> yeah, so Istanbul, man. That shit. Here's why I say it's the greatest city in the world. First of all, it's the biggest. Second of all, it's literally on two continents. So Istanbul is like it's built on this part of the um of the Anatolian plate that meets Europe. So it's technically on Europe one side and on Asia another side. Okay. Like that's crazy to me. That's just wild. So <laughs> I definitely put Istanbul on that list. Um let's it's see. It's kinda like Niagara Falls a little bit. Like Niagara Falls is Kind of, it is separated by the Bosphorus, but mm-hmm. like it's not like a waterfall type shit. Yeah, just like has a two country. That's about it. <laughs> like, it ain't yeah, everything in Canada should basically be in the United States. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, if I really, really had to recommend something, is uh, like a top travel destination that I really, really, really want to go. Um. I would have to say I gotta say Egypt, man. I gotta say uh Cairo and Aswan. Oh definitely Aswan. Aswan looks pretty dope. I would de- I definitely wanna get my ass there somehow, some way. Look, we gonna get that, man. That's yeah, all we, gonna we we gonna get that, man. Yeah. Oh, and shout out to uh, shout out to Ron too. He been in Johannesburg. He said that was cool too in South Africa. He said well, we got to travel to Africa too, bro. I gotta. I've been seeing I, a I lot of my to. friends go out there. Yeah, only problem with Africa though. Well, not a problem, but thing is, you got to get shots and shit. I don't know about that. Yeah, that's the only thing. Hey, y'all just got to look into where y'all traveling before y'all go there for sure. Yeah. Uh, if y'all want to like go more in depth about like planning and budgeting y'all can let us know in the comments and everything we would love to do that we love travel we love talking about travel as y'all can see we didn't this probably our longest episode but we <laughs> love travel bro like we could talk about this for hours on end i promise we can but yes you know we gave well, what's, that, what's that justin LeBoy's post that i just saw today bro <laughs> It said, "Stop, stop dating these dudes who who don't know nothing about trips and shit." Yeah. Yep. If y'all want to learn, bro, we got y'all, bro. <laughs> Look, yeah, we got yeah. y'all. Impress your impress your girl with your trip knowledge. You feel me? Y'all gonna know something, man. Y'all just gotta tune in. For real. You know what I'm saying? We love traveling. We love, you know what I'm saying? Just giving out information that we know isn't given like that, and right. you know, just trying to show the youth how to travel, especially like our age. A lot of people just think it's just Miami and Atlanta and, and Dallas swear. and that's it. And Texas. Oh my God. That's all oh, that no, people think of. Not even Dallas, bro. It's Houston. Houston now, yeah, for the parties and everything. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's more to that in the world. It's more than just the city life. Like it's a lot of beautiful spots outside of the country and even inside of our country that people just don't talk about a lot. And you know, I'm just want to bring a little bit of awareness to that and you know, just get everybody traveling because it's not that hard, man. It's just about how you allocate your time and your money and just how much you plan. You know what right. I'm saying? You and ain't got to go tomorrow. My big thing is, though, my big thing is with the way the world is going now, bro, we don't know how long it's going to be here. So That too. You, so you, you got to look at it. You got to go see it now. That's what I'm saying. You got to look at it while it's still there. You know what I'm saying? Y'all see that different, I mean... I seen something the other day about certain parts of California is getting flooded. So it's like mm-hmm. you you got to see what you can. Yeah, up, here, up here in Michigan, we getting flooded, bro. 
everything. You know what I'm saying? Lake water. My campus underwater. It's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, y'all, I just wanted to, you know what I'm saying, keep y'all informed. That's what the podcast for. And, yeah. you know, I really appreciate everybody for tuning in and waiting this long for the episode, but we got it to y'all. So love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Me and Rashad out, man. Thank y'all. As we do. <laughs>